0: Tired of settling for less than the best with your team's dryland program? SwimStrong Dryland is the answer you've been looking for. With world-class dryland programming for every age group, customized to fit your team's needs, nutritional coaching and education centered on the latest evidence-based research, leadership training and character development to promote an athlete-driven culture, sports psychology, education, and mental skills training, coaches' corners to promote collaboration, data-driven performance analysis, and an unrivaled family of athletes, coaches, and teams, Bass swimming starts here.
1: Now talk to me about kind of the rest of the body. What's the movement and what are you thinking in the movement in the dolphin kick? Basically, what are you thinking in your torso, first of all?
0: So with my torso, basically from my middle chest up, I'm trying to still keep kind of still, uh, kind of flex, like flexy, stiff almost. Mm -hmm. But everything from the bottom down, I try and think of it as a double-sided whip. So I'm trying to get that wave through my body and then whip my feet down wave up whip my feet up just so i'm kicking both ways um that was something i i had to really work on was kicking both ways because i'm a very one-sided dominant kicker so to focus on my backwards kick was very important to activate my hamstrings um that just that bottom whip up whip sort of action
1: wow interesting now what are your feet doing when you're when you're coming down for the bottom whip and then you're coming up for the top whip are you doing anything in particular with your feet
0: um we we would do a lot of ankle flexibility exercises uh during dry land with T in the beginning um and to have those flexible ankles to further uh emphasize that whip action but i wasn't doing anything specific rather than just keeping my ankles relaxed so i can get that extra whip
1: so you're not thinking about kind of curling your toes down and then flicking your toes up or anything particular with your toes or anything like that?
0: No, nothing okay. like that. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, how do, you, how
1: do you get somebody to stop kicking from their knees? How do you get that whip action itself?
0: I think it has a lot to do with the, the positioning of your hips. Um, I really focus on rotating my hips backwards and forwards as I'm kicking mm. and also to focus that it comes out of like, from the top of my abs down that's where the work is supposed to come from your quads aren't supposed to get that tired in relation to your abs and your hips when you're doing the underwater kicking because if your quads are getting tired and your hamstrings are getting tired you're kicking from the knee Mm. um so to get that that hip backwards and forwards out of the abs um that's something that i like to focus on
1: Mm, I like that. Good advice there. Nice. Now, what are you, what about your knees and your ankles? Are they really, are they locked in together or is there some separation there?
0: I like to keep them pretty tight together. Um, again, uh, just, we, it was drilled into us to reduce drag. Um, so everything to reduce that little amount of drag because in sprinting, you don't have much, you have 0.1, 0.01 in some instances, um, to either win the race or lose the race. So I I like to keep them pretty tight together just to create a seal, just shoot through the water.
1: Now, um, what are some of the things that you did to improve your speed of your kick uh, and maybe the power of your kick? Is there anything specific other than just the light buckets that you talked about? Was there anything else that you were doing?
0: Uh, I think it had a lot to do with me just growing up when I came in, I was a scrawny little kid from, uh, farming town in south africa so coming here we, we actually got into the weight room they got me on some weight gain shakes um and i bulked up i went from maybe I was, I was maybe like 160 165 coming in really skinny kid and i shot up to like 195 um and just having that mass behind it really improves the power and the explosiveness of my underwater kicking and my swimming
1: did you do a lot of underwaters in terms of, um, you know, breath holding? Like, you know, were you, were you putting a lot of stress on those underwaters during practice?
0: I, I would, li- I like to say I'm better at it now, but I was, I wasn't really a fan of holding my breath. Um, it really hurt. Uh, it just wasn't my favorite part of swimming. Um, so I try and maybe cheat a little, not quite go 15, um, to maybe get an extra breath or two in there, but I'm much better at it now sticking to my kick count, six, seven, eight kicks to get to 15, um, and focusing on holding my breath.
1: Was there a specific set that you did in order to improve like that last wall? Like, was there a last turn set or anything like that that you guys had where it was like, okay, we're, we're going to emphasize coming off that last wall and kicking out to 15 meters?
0: I think f- every single set we did, uh, John, both Jaunty John and Coley remind me w- when I'm swimming is like focus on this wall, focus on the last wall, and uh, it goes to show in my in at a- at this past SECs that's where I lost 103 was in on that last wall because um, I think I came up at 12.5 or something like that. Um, it's just 0.01, um, but in every set they're emphasizing you got to focus on your underwater kicks. Gotta hold your breath, you really gotta shoot out of that fifteen yard.
1: Are you doing a lot of speed kicking or is there a slow kicking involved as well? Is it a
0: mixture of the two? Coming off the wall in a race.
1: Uh just in terms of improving your underwaters, are you doing a lot of slow underwaters or is it all at speed?
0: Uh it's variable. Um there are some days where we do long, big, slow kicks with the monofin on mm-hmm. and then we'll put on small fins and blast a twenty-five underwater kick. Um we'll throw in some big fins for kind of in the middle. Um but big fins are usually also still the the fast twenty fives. But when we put monofins on and that's about technique getting that feel, that flow with it.
1: Oh, do you know what brand of monofin you guys are using?
0: I have no idea. It's yellow. I have no clue. Okay, it might be a
1: might be a finis one. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I I don't. I haven't used them in in a few years, so it's interesting to hear you talk about that because I do I do think that they're, they're good. Uh, I just haven't found one necessarily that might be um, something that we could recommend. But anyway, um, it's good to good to know. Now, do you guys use parachutes as well? On, we uh, do parachutes yeah. and drag socks. Do you wear drag socks?
0: Oh yes, we yeah. use the drag socks. It's it's some of the worst things. Um, we used a lot for warm up. We'll do the the socks and mitts for, um, as part of our opening 400. Um, and then we use shoots on power days, shoots, socks, fins. We put the fins on and then put the socks over the fins. Um, mm-hmm. We'll do all that sort of stuff, but it will be very short. It'll be no longer than a 50 with that sort of stuff, just kind of going full speed, max effort.